Right, ladies and gentlemen, Fine Bean Show episode two. Uh, before we start, I've got uh, something I want to put out there. So on the 22nd of May, myself and a lot of my friends are uh, shaving our heads uh, because my friend Liam Duggan, his brother, has been diagnosed with cancer. So he's getting his treatment at the Beatson. So we've put it at just given. So if anyone wants to donate, uh, donate there. We'll put the link in the, the bio and a link tree and stuff like that and all the proceedings are going to go to the Beatson Cancer Charity. So... I wish Kieran uh, the best of recoveries and uh, all my thoughts go to the Duggan family. So, right, let's get into this fucking podcast. Nice one, happy <laughs> days. It's uh, it's good to be back doing this, man, because after the first episode, I wasn't sure how it was going to go, to be honest. And we went out in this, because it came out on the Friday, we went out on the Sunday, bank holiday. Yep. Uh, after a great day. Right. <laughs> uh, and then. And loads of folk were coming up to us, weren't they? I know, the feedback was good. You know, I thought everyone enjoyed the guests we got on. Everyone loved the sort of comedy route we and doing. Getting comedians on. Lovely singers. Performers. I, so, uh, I mean, the only thing about that night is the karaoke started. And you got up and done That's Life by Frank Sinatra in the style of Tupac. No, I never. Aye, you did. That's life. Aye, because you were up with a prince, a papa, bitch, holding like gang signs. <laughs> no, there was the no gang signs. I'm not taking that. You're purely into the mic like, but that, but you're holding up like a fucking fake pistol. Aye, because I was watching the crowd, mate. Do you know what? See when we get the Aye, because the, the battle of the crowd are well I'll known. They'll be, they be fond of gangster rap. No, there was no gangster. There was a wee guy down the front that clapped the fucking living life at me after I finished. The birds were loving it. The boys were loving it. You sang Dignity. Who do you fucking want to talk to me about that? Listen, everybody knows Dignity is a great song and it is an absolute crowd pleaser. Aye, when it's and sung by somebody that can sing. Don't fuck, you'd, uh, you know fine well that I can sing. Mate, I'll do a live performance right now of Frank Sinatra. Mate, the fucking floor's yours, charge <laughs> on, because we've got 10 minutes to burn. 10 minutes? In. No, I've shouted at it, mate, I'm not sorry. Wanker, get it up, you. Uh, I just wanted to also say thanks very much for going to get the t-shirts this week. There you go. Because uh, obviously the first... Uh, the first episode that we done, you done absolutely fuck all. I showed up, done my bit. Oh, thanks very much. That I was think two, the, the two clips that you used to promote the fucking podcast were me. No, they weren't there. Aye, they were. The second one was, all right, fair dues. One of them was you just talking about my knob for about five minutes, so. <laughs> yeah, we did, we did talk about. And the Hugh Keevens clip got 35,000 views on TikTok, so I mean, who did the real damage with that there? And you also nearly got as a fucking cease and desist letter after played one, <laughs> but. Actually, funny thing about that. So Cassie, half Clyde one, seen that, and she messaged my wee sister about it. So, who knows, maybe next week, Super Scoreboard, Hugh Evans might I don't might think Hugh Evans is going to be in a hurry to address claims that he's been accused <laughs> of sexual misconduct, to be perfectly honest with you. I think he's probably above that, and it has, he's not really interested in you calling him a fucking pervert, but... No, it, was, it was a misunderstanding, right? Well, the question, just for MD that didn't see it, the question was... Uh, which fo- it was on the day it happened which former Radio 1 DJ uh, has been accused of sexual misconduct the answer to that question was Tim Westwood and you went Duke Evans that's out of order man <laughs> <laughs> but he's a poor old guy that's honestly Listen, he dishes it out so he can take a wee bit of banner good stuff so well we'll start off with our first segment which is Dear Biddy the Agony oh, Ant section dear buddy. we actually get more replies because the, f- the first one we only got Something about I can't get hard, and then one of your mates for doing south saying goose, which is some of the worst part I've ever heard. But well, Charles, what's going on? This one, then let's uh, see. One of them was actually it just said, "Dear Biddy, 
why are you sexy as fuck? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was a guy that sent it, so you're on the plums. Well, uh, you know I'm, I'm no, I'm no one to discriminate. So cheers for that big man, whoever it was. Uh, your sister actually replied and said, my dog won't stop pissing on other people's belongings, including your carpet. Help. Right. right. This dog is the nicest wee dog ever. His name's Alfredo, right? Lovely wee chihuahua. He's no aggressive. That's However, obviously worse because you get dogs in the 80s it. that were called Sooness and you have the moths running about <laughs> shouting, Sooness! No, so basically, right, I've got a wee story about this dog pushing and things. So I had all the boys in. My mom and dad were reading at Blackpool, so I thought... Just, I wasn't there, thanks for the invite. Riding my coattails to the top. So I thought, right, I'm getting the boys in. We're wrecking this fucking house because we're moving out anyway. So my pals arrive, all with their bags of drink, the wee dogs in. My pal sits his bag on the couch. <clears throat> Think nothing of it. He goes to pick it up. My pal David bursts out laughing. We're like, why is he laughing? And my pal, pal just goes, why have I get pissed? No. <laughs> <laughs> the wee dog had pissed all his drink, man. I've, he's a fucking hero for that, Tori. Look, watching this, you're a chicken. See, I've just got this image in my head that you're that dog coming into your house and running and tapping your chest of drawers and pissing all your Oh, Xbox, mate, he's man. wild, man. He's honestly wild. He pissed in my Xbox once. I did just say that. <laughs> Two minutes in and the editing's already started. Fantastic. Uh, but, like, see if it just keeps pushing, would you know just be better off and cheaper just getting at the jag? Up the fuels with a hammer. Type job. I would be a bit more humanely. <laughs> I, would, I would happily... No, no. I would happily no. go into the vent and pay the right. quid or I love him. He, he doesn't push anywhere else besides my house. I think it's because I'm in it. So... Well, just so you're that weak, the dog hinks, I'll just push on you and mark my territory. You're that much of a fucking arsehole. No, it's because he knows I'm the alpha of the gaff. <laughs> Try to mark his territory and that. But dogs who know the alpha of the gaff, like, snuggle up to them and respect them and whatever, no push over them. He'll respect me when I put a finger up his ass. Still gay. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> oh. Right, moving on, mate. Let's... You've seriously started this half with talking about fingering your dog up the ass. <laughs> And you chinned me about starting off last time about talking about your big knob. <laughs> but now it's all right to talk about bestiality. Joke, very mate. good. Mem, still game? How do you get a dog to respect you? <laughs> Fucking, what's in it? Is that one? what you do with birds and that when you're trying to pull them? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do, mate. Oh, she respects me better. Right. Fucking pass it up or faster. Uh, somebody also said, where was it? My friend's recently single and been... Not what he's put... Uh, he's been courting a girl who does uh, OnlyFans. Uh, no, uh, well, <laughs> just geez, do you know what? Maybe the, maybe he should just ask her for a collab in that if he's really want to pull the lassie because you know that's a sort of nice way to get around things. But so benefits both of them, done it. So content for her. We. <laughs> For him. See, if you were doing that, would you ask for money out of it? Or would you ask for a certain percentage of... I don't know, mate. I don't know how it works, mate. I'm not a big, massive fan. In the... I'm not a big, massive man in the... Aye, but if she's making money off you rifling her, would you know be going like, <laughs> I hold on a minute, Feechie's not a man? Lovely way to put it. Uh, we'll put that to the fans. You, so, if you so were collabing with somebody for only fans, would you want a percentage of the money? Right. Cool. Uh, the other one, the last one we got there was, uh, Dear Biddy, how do you get a passport in time for Seville? Wait, never mind, big man. I genuinely don't know what that's about. You can tell me about that. My passport's out of date, mate. Is it? Aye. When was the last time you were abroad? Mate, my passport's been out of date since 2017. <laughs> I <didn't even> <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't think, oh. oh. I mean, I have just, he just went funny. I've nearly passed it there. Relax, man, relax. 
So then else than that. So you don't get any So you're not getting to go. No, I'm not getting to go, mate. But we, my pal, we lose McCallum, you lose McCallum. He's got a ticket and his passport's out of date. So don't know how he's going to do. Ah, that sounds like an absolute bummer. To be fair, but they're going right. I've heard some tickets are going for two and a half grand. So uh, he's got a category one ticket as well. I'm pretty sure. So what does that mean? It's the best category, is it? Aye. Here's another thing, right? I see this final. It's supposedly a five star stadium, and there's some only of forty thousand. What's I know, but apart from the capacity, there's also certain tickets that are restricted view. Like, how the fuck can you be a five star stadium and get? And, and and be having restricted view somebody sitting behind a beam going this sounds amazing but I don't know what the <laughs> fuck's going on I'm sure some fans won't even care if they're behind a beam if they're in the stadium anyway but... ah, to be fair I mean I'm just going I'm, I'm not even going to Spain I'm going to Portugal I'm going to get a fuck I'm just going to uh, I'll get the boys up to my house my mum says we can wreck a joint so we can spray paint in the walls not everyone because we're moving out anyway so As, uh, that'll be really good for, for <laughs> the, the person coming in you know WATP on every wall <laughs> Angie was here. Right. Fair enough. So, you want to introduce the guest? Yes, I think we'll get our guest. I think it's about time. We have pulled it out of the bag yet again with another, I was going to say guest, but it's plural. Fantastic guest. Up and coming. The hottest shit in stand up comedy at the moment. Please welcome to the Pine Bean Show. It's Ouija Hankarat. <laughs> How we doing, boys? We good? Good, aye. How's things? Aye, no, no bad. bad. No bad. Good. It's uh, I've, I've, this is, I think it's the second time, third time maybe we've met, isn't it? Third time, I think. Yeah, because we were at the stand a couple of weeks ago and you took the roof off. That was amazing. And I got to actually come out after my set and sat down the front row, which was good. Uh, so so what's, what's been happening recently, man? You, have you been busy this week? Uh, what, were we, what was the last thing we did this week? Did we do anything this week? Fucking doing far too much, mate. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to like remember as much as I can. <laughs> uh, it's just been hundreds of uh, gigs and all that. Ah, we've been at the stand pretty much last week. We were there last week. We were there the week before that. Uh, and then I think we were there with you the week before that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I was there. Um, been doing that and then we're off to Aberdeen soon. We're at East Kilbride on Friday. We're kind of just all over at the minute, just doing a bunch of different stuff. It's good fun. Because he's a fresh half supporting Gary Michael, aren't we? Tell us about it. What is that like? Like, been able to... Because the venues he was playing must have been phenomenal to be on. I've seen your stuff on the videos on TikTok and massive stages, but what, what is that like being able to do something like that? It's wild. I, uh, I think the last one we did was Concert Hall in Glasgow. It was nearly 2,000 people. It's like 1,800 or something. It's, it's mental seeing that many people laugh because it just changes the game. You go from a room of like 200 to a room of like that many and you're like, oh my God, this is... I'm fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just one big echo. Yeah. I, I couldn't picture it. I mean, like you say, you do a room of 200 and I'm struggling to get the first five, you know, to laugh. But uh, then that must be absolutely incredible. Do you know what I mean? Um, but obviously this is here and now. I want to know a wee bit about how it all started. Because I watched the first podcast episode that came out, uh, which was also filmed here in the green room. Um, and and it was... Uh, and I watched it, and it was he's all he's met when he's acting and stuff because he's to trade essentially he's an actor, isn't he? He's only so to tell us a wee bit about about meeting and then going for that to eventually rehearsing to going onto a stage and talking about scotch pies. Uh, we've got two mics. <laughs> Should we say we've got two mics? So we're all looking at each other. Like, Who the fuck wants to say? Uh, I so we all went we went to uni together um, at Edinburgh, uh, Napier, Queen Margaret University as well. We were 
I, I wasn't there when we got put in a group, right? I, I was at Edinburgh Zoo fighting with a bear. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, I, it's a true story, my dear. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't I was, know you were in Edinburgh Zoo. Uh, well, if you want to organise the fight where we're part two, we'll get the cameras set up. Oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically, I wasn't there, so they had to come up with like a an idea to take to the Edinburgh Fringe with the uni. I came back and I, they were like, oh, you're planted with these three fannies. There, there was <laughs> four years at one point. Um, um, we basically had to come up with a business plan, a strategy, all the the ins and outs that you didn't really want to do when it, when it comes to putting something on, like all the sitting down, making 20-minute PowerPoint presentations. <laughs> um, do you remember when we first done a rehearsal or something like that? Well, it kind of, that's how we met, but the, the whole thing was we, we, we did, we, we were studying acting and traditionally anyone on that course, they were meant to go and do like a play at Fringe, that was the whole idea, but our whole logic was, fuck that, because we thought Fringe was about comedy, that's anything, I, always I would go and see, is like stand-up or comedy shows, I didn't really go and see plays, and I kind of just thought, I think we all kind of agreed that we had a shared love for Glasgow when we were living in Edinburgh. And we just thought, why don't we just start kind of try and revitalise some sort of sketch comedy? Because I hadn't seen any of that at, at Fringe in a while, so... Uh, definitely. It's not something you see a lot of sketch no. groups. I think you're definitely probably the first in a long time, or well, as long as I've been sort of twigged into the scene, the f sort of first sketch group to be headlining and, and you're going to the Fringe, you know, we're, we're kind of jumping the gun a wee bit, but talking about, you know, being back at uni taking something to the fringe you are now actually going to be going to the fringe all the way through uh what month was it the whole of august the yeah. whole of august except i believe it was like 13th or 15th or something like that i, re I read the poster done my research yeah. <laughs> what is this the, the first time we did it no this is what you put on your instagram five days ago uh, <laughs> i even know how many like days ago it was the 13th so, and 23rd or something one day. oh the only two days after uh, close enough here's one for you lads so we jank of that where is there a story behind that name or was that just something that you Good question. Sat down and just thought, fucking right into it, buddy. Yeah, it's the first good thing you've brought to this table, man. Come first on. Good thing I've brought I, to the table. I think, well, for what I can remember, I could be way off, but I think it was genuinely just a piss take that someone just hung out with. And I, I can't remember if it was our old member or it was Greg. It was one of the two that came up with it. And we just thought, you know what? We were also running out of time because we, we just used to take the piss all the time up the back of the class. Like, and constantly leave things to the last minute. I'm like, fuck, we need a name here. And then obviously they were just pissing about and I think it was Gregor that came up with it. And we're like, right, fuck it, we're going to have to just go with that. Just and now we've, we've committed to it. Because <laughs> every place we go to now, well, not every place, but mostly when we're doing gigs and they're announcing our name, they struggle to, like, they always get like, at least one word wrong. Yeah, it's I, just, it's, it's constant. We've done a gig one time when someone said, please welcome We Jink Year. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think up. of that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a common one. Quality. So, like, obviously, um, the first time you're talking was, was going to the fringe. So, did you actually make uni and then take this very raw and original form of being like that to to the fringe? Stupid, mate. It was fucking stupid. I remember at the time we didn't really have a plan. We were just kind of like we want to do stuff, and fringe was coming up, and I'd looked into free fringe. And I was like, oh, I don't have to pay for it. Like, it doesn't matter. So then we wrote a show and then we realized, oh, wait, we should maybe, we don't know if we're funny. Because none of us, we weren't comedians. We were, we were nothing like that. We just studied acting. So we thought, right, well, let's put a show on in Glasgow. How much is a theater to hire? Book the courtiers for 400 quid. Was it 400 pounds? We put, on, we put in 25 quid each as a deposit. 
and then the rest got took off the, the ticket the sales. Ticket sales and then we just started putting up we made these stupid wee posters on Word Art and I mind sticking them up on phone boxes around where I live. <laughs> and we just kept doing that and I didn't have like the proper tape or anything. I was using like Celotape, it? it kept falling off, but we just kept doing that. We just for ages, and I was like, "I'm people will see this, and and I'm I'm assuming that's how people market." They would just do that, punt it all off, or like family and friends and that. And I had this moment in the Glas the first Glasgow show before we took it to Finch, where I seen it filling up, and we must have got a good turnout, like 120, 130. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. But just for putting, we'd never posters with Celotape on phone boxes and, and if, like pals and like putting favors out, being like, "Come see it," you know. Yeah. And, Everybody turned up and I shot myself because <laughs> I wrote it and I was sitting there like, my mum and dad are here. What if this is fucking terrible? Like, what if this is genuinely it's like shit? Defecation. You should have taken probably it to Solza before I get a dry run out. You know what I mean? Something. But we like didn't that. know. But that's the thing. You see, see, it's the magic thing about meeting stand-up comedians is they all talk about it. Like, you know, we go, we do a five-minute and we test it here and we test it. We never knew anything about that. Because we didn't know the stand-up scene. We didn't know that that's, you know, traditionally how you should do it. We just thought... We'll do an hour and it'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> we just, like, honestly, like, we'll just do a fucking hour. Fuck, he knows yeah. his shit, man. He'll come Aye, up with something. It was like, and most of it was fucking terrible. Yeah, back, but yeah. some of it was good and some of it we still use. And I think that was kind of where it started. I mean, we used to have, like, poems and stuff. We just stand up and do poems, did we not? And like songs would last like six minutes. Yeah, it was super indulgent. So see how these days sort of like uh, performances on stage and stuff like that, and the sort of stand up scene as well. Would you ever consider that you know you're letting practical jokers? Do you, I, do you think you still I, used to do any sort of improv, sort of TV sort of Aye, thing fun. where you just go about taking the piss at folk? Do you think you could do that? I'd probably get stabbed in Glasgow. It's <laughs> a bit dangerous in Scotland. I, I know for a fact that Connor would be too self-indulgent with that sort of thing anyway. <laughs> He's like at the best of times with us. Do you know what I mean? It's constantly yeah, just, fucking... You're a wee pit bull, man. You just don't... <laughs> He's like a wee terrier. <laughs> you're definitely, like, I remember that night at the stand and I got to the front row and I don't know if you remember, like, obviously the stage is in the shape of a cock, right? So you were... <laughs> As you fuck, you know fine well it's the shape of a dick, right? I know, but I'm not. And it's I've even got the line. It. For the, it's even got the line for the foreskin is right. Do you know what I mean? I can't believe like my first experience and what is too much touted is the best <laughs> comedy club in Glasgow, and I'm saying the stage looks like a cotton boys, but it does, right? And it even has the foreskin, right? But there was that there was that guy, uh, baldy guy, sitting down the front, and I can't remember what bit it was, what song it was, and you were like literally doing like one knee with the legs in the shape like spread out and looking gazing in his eyes, and I thought. That guy's got fucking good energy, man. I like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because um, I was saying, I was saying earlier on when I was talking to uh, Buddy when we were, we were getting you on and stuff like that, and I was and I was trying to sort of explain what you are to somebody who's you, you don't really, not that you don't care for stand up comedy, you don't really know a lot about it. Um, and I kind of said, well, if I was to compare him to Oasis, Connor is a hundred percent Liam just because he's got that fucking mad. I don't know. You had that mad. I just thought he's half his fucking head, right? That's what I thought. I thought that guy's mental and I love it. And then I thought Gregor, obviously, like you say, you wrote the first show, we've got an old vibes and that, but in a mastermind, do you know what I mean? And then Elliot's just up there like Bonehead, just fucking about with the guitar, just loving it. Right. That was the analogy I had for that. Well, since you're so good with the sort of analogies comparing folk, who would you say we are then? If you could put us two as like sort of a duo, who are we and who's who? I know I'm pine, you'll beans, right? But that's the biggest pile of shit ever lit. I don't, I don't know, fucking Burton hair. Fuck knows. <laughs> fucking grave robbers, man. I don't know who the fuck we are. All right, cool. I've got a massive forehead. Aunt, well, I suppose, I don't know, Aunt Dick. Any other double axe? 
Nah, I don't know. Just a couple of cunts, really, to be honest. <laughs> just, <laughs> a of, just a pair of fannies, aye. Um, then, no, definitely not. <laughs> um, so, I can't even remember what the fuck we're talking about. So, obviously, you you done the Fringe for your first show. That's fucking incredible. Just out of curiosity, what, do you remember the first laugh you got? That wasn't like the three, that was just like, because it's different, because when I remember writing stuff, I was more terrified about what they would all think doing it, because I mean writing all this stuff and bringing it to them and thinking, fuck, if they don't find it funny, then nobody's going to find it funny. Because we think we're fucking hilarious. From it again. <laughs> we do, because it's just like your pals, isn't it? You're just sitting there having a laugh and you, you do, you think these are funny. But I remember the first laugh, the first time I think I properly recognised it was when it was a room at Fringe, because it's nobody you know. Pals are supportive, aren't they? They're going to laugh. Uh, mm. They're going to laugh regardless. But it was at Fringe. It was one of the three Fringe shows and I just kind of realised, like, well, actually not bad. Like, this could be, this could be all right. I know what you're saying about pals, like, being, like, all be supportive. I actually, a friend of mine came, a gig I done at the Vibram uh, about two months ago and uh, it was it was one of the nights where he was sitting sort of middle left so I could see him quite clearly. I never laughed once. Uh, which was uh, <laughs> out him no fuck him now. no because it says more about me see with your um, material how do you go about writing it then is it just you get together you sit down you sort of brainstorm or is there a sort of method that you prefer for writing stuff what well I, I i think i'm i think i'm on the spectrum and the reason i say that <laughs> <laughs> So, so this is this is but this this ties in with the whole writing thing, right? And I know they all went quiet, but it's kind of true. So most of my ideas will come to me either in the form of a vision when I'm sleeping, or it'll come to me in a dream, or it'll come to me when I'm in the shower, and I see it very visually, and then I'll just start writing it down on my notes, and then I'll flesh out, and I bring it to them, and I feel like what is it you called it? I provide the ice cream, and then they put the sprinkles on it. Is that it? Do we need I to see where you're coming from with that, but I was just so taken back with what you said. I thought, all right, cool, man. Do we need to take that line out about the spectrum? No, yeah, I, don't know, I was kind of <laughs> there going like that. Oh, fucking, I don't know if we'll get away with that, man. Well, you can get away with whatever we want, mate. Leave it in. Just you fucking behave yourself. See what you're saying about material, right? I, I kind of know what you mean, because for me, it does happen when I'm about to go to bed, right? If I'll put my head down, because that's when obviously your mind decides, right, we've got five minutes to ourselves, let's go and see what we can do. And you end up, I've, I know what you're saying about envision it, because I've, but I've not said I'm on the spectrum. But are you relating? Is that what we're, right? So like, I, I remember the first time it probably happened where I really started, like, I had a bit out it, where I just envisioned five minutes of me doing it at the stand. And you just go, what would I talk about? And then you imagine somebody saying something, they're picking on somebody or whatever. And it's, it's fucking mental, because you are, at times, you'll put yourself under pressure or, if it's you've been doing the same stuff for a while, you go like, ah, oh, I might come up with something else. This push is getting old. Um, and I, it tends to happen when I'm sleeping, but a lot of my material has came for, well, I'm quite self deprecating in the sense that a lot of it been fat, which a lot of people find funny. Um, so it's kind of like, see the slaggings I've had over the years, let's see the really good ones that you remember because you get slaughtered rotten and everybody laughed at you. I've oh. then taken that and went, fuck he's, I'm going to take it on a stage. If I was taking that, mate, I'd... I <laughs> know, the hydro was sold out. I take a pound and anywhere I go, mate, my pals give me it tight, work, I get it tight, well, I don't make my, I don't make it easy, well, I don't make it easy for myself. I remember, see, when we did the last podcast, uh, I think it was a fucking Wednesday or something like that, finished late and I'm like, I'm away home, get everything ready, I'm in work tomorrow. Drive into work, 
get in there, they're all fucking looking at me. I'm thinking, fuck, they looking at me. He goes, you early, buddy? And I was like, I am early. Oh, chuffed that I was early. He goes, are you a fucking day early, you dick? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'd woke up at five in the morning to drive in for a 12-wheel shift and I was a fucking day early. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were when you said that about getting slagged that I thought you were going to talk about the comment that we got in the YouTube uh, on the YouTube video for the first one it was like um, oh brilliant boys that was really funny buddy that taps like a fucking bed sheet on you or something mate the taps oh, the taps massive well you did say you got a 2XL it's not my right, fault but I didn't say you got a 2XL and fucking the biggest 2XL I've ever had in my life think you could get me in it he's probably you want to try live on <laughs> Think we could do it? <laughs> Does no. No. <laughs> Wait till the patron services up on the night, and then we'll go for there. So, I so talking about uh, the stand up, the stand up and stuff like that. So, see if I like, obviously for me, right? See if I've got bits I want to iron out or new bits. I'll go. I don't mind fucking whether it's souls or free throw or whatever, uh, and go and bash it out. Do you ever get to dry run it first before you take it to a stage? I, I guess we're kind of different because. We already have an audience in the room ways, whereas we stand up, if it's you, you're in the room yourself, if you're practicing something before you take it for your dry run, whereas we've got two other people, if we do something, we'll look at each other and go, this is shite in it, let's not do it. Whereas if you do something, you're like, this is good. We, we sort of see where it needs improved between the three years. And then it kind of allows us to then skip that stage a wee bit, but then when you're there doing it in front of a live audience, there is wee bits where you'll notice that's actually a lot funnier than what we thought it was and that bit wasn't very funny. So then that's where you can, uh, you can take it. Have you ever done one where you think, oh, that's bit silly good and you take it out and it dies right on its arse? The, aye. There's, um, we done a Christmas show once. Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we decided not to give the sketch an ending. And we'd, it was something like... It finished with me saying Partick Thistle, right? And that was meant to be hilarious. And we, we recorded it up the back and I go, Partick Thistle, complete silence. Right? <laughs> Four of us just stand on stage and then one of us just go, oh, I oh, just ran off and went, oh. <laughs> ah, it was horrendous. Oh, was, that a, was that that Trivial Pursuit one? Yeah, yes. my, uh, yeah, the fucking shite. <laughs> now, what do you mean Trivial Pursuit one? It was like a, a Christmas sketch and we were pretending it'll be a family playing Trivial Pursuit and it was all these different questions and sketch was good it's just the ending and that's the problem with, with, with sketch the difference you can i think you can get away with sometimes with with uh, i mean you'll know this i guess we've seen enough stand-up to know that it's all about how you perfect the joke isn't it it's like the, the run-up to it the build-up to it the middle the end and the storytelling aspect of it mm-hmm. and that's the same with sketch except the difference is whether or not the jokes the, the funny bit in the middle the ending still needs to be strong because you need to run into the next one. It's not like when you're, you're joking, you can then just start talking to somebody and then jump back in it. We've got to have like a fucking a last laugh. definite ending. Like this I, is the end of this. Because you've, you've, you've got to, I always think that bit where you're walking off or then coming back on or collecting your, your breath or whatever to do another sketch, you need them to be laughing during that because that buys you the time to then get back into the next one. If you don't have that, all I think about is the fact that nobody's laughing. Nobody's laughing, it's silent. This is yeah. shit. Quick, hurry up. <laughs> It's weird. Maybe that's just the thing about sketches. Traditionally, it's really punchy. Mm. And that's what's hard about doing songs as well. Because some songs, I'm like, they're not that funny. Like, they're not going to make you laugh, like, you know, the whole time. But can I just say when you're talking about songs, right? 
you guys have got a song called The Fear, right? And if you are looking at your Spotify account, you'll have seen perhaps a month <laughs> ago that it was sitting at 4,000 something. No, it's about six, right? I've not had half. I think it's a fucking belter, by the way. Like, it is, honestly, much. it's a fucking great song. It's catchy as fuck. I love it. Um, so I that that was a payment because I probably made you about forty quid after. <laughs> <laughs> to be um, I had every intention of coming in here, but I was going to bring the guitar and I was like, "Mum, we'll just do or if we didn't, we'll do an acapella thing. We'll just fucking go with it and Because uh, I I genuinely do love. I think he's a great writer, and I I, I was going to ask, do you think it'd be possible if maybe perhaps I could be an honorary member of Wejang? I think that'd be acceptable. How good's your singing voice? How good's your singing voice? It's like your ma asking you to take your wee bar with you, even though you don't want him there. This is, this is what it's like, I'm asking. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. We're going to be like Boney M. <laughs> the guy dancing in the bit. <laughs> You're like, oh, and we're all dancing like that. Speaking of Moz, right, and, and music, I was, uh, we were, people would say to us, how have you not got a jingle, right? And never mind the jingle. I was thinking at the end of it, we would uh, like, you know, we tell the story about why it's called the Pine Bean Show and, and you're more going, Craig, that's your Pine Beans ready. I was like, well, I could just do an impression of that at the end, you know, go, Craig, that's your Pine Beans ready. And was spot, I was spot on, by that. the way. She does. <laughs> that was absolutely spot on. If you're watching, I know where he lives. We can get him later on, right? You thought your mom was talking to you there when I said that? Craig, that's your Pine Beans ready. <laughs> like your dancer, you know what I mean? Um, but I know, I, 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 I generally, I think I'm worth it, boys, you know what I mean? Genuinely. Who's in audition? Right, live on the Pine what, the Show. <laughs> Ross, wait a minute. Ross so, Daly wait a auditioning minute. for Ouija and Kira. Striptease. You said we were going to do it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> How come I'm getting this and you get half an old day in that's life? Because that's life. <laughs> <laughs> that's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, <laughs> shot down in May. <laughs> but I know they're going to change their tune. When I'm back on top, back on top in June. How is that for you, you fucking dick? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I think that was no bad. There was no beat. That was a cappella. I've got a raging hard on right now. That was incredible. I'm bricked up as well. Is that what that is? <laughs> I noticed how you took my advice and you didn't do it in the style of Tupac, though. I've never done that life in Tupac. You did. You were in the Glenroy going, like, ah, fucking shut down and me, bitch. You were. Get fucked. I do you think I'm funny? But I mean, I could bring that to the table. I'm trying to get in with here. I want to be an honorary member of Wee Jangarari because I think he's a fucking much nuts. So. I'm not sitting here willing because I've no had a drink to start singing, right? But what I was going to say is, do you think I'm funny at least? You're very funny, yeah. You were great because that was your was that your first time at a stand when we met you. Your first, yes, that was the first red rod. Really good, been. man. It was. It was excellent. Genuinely cool. So we'll drink a bit. Honestly, no fully fledged member. I'm not coming on tour with but just as that's your boy in the back. Not I mean, would you think? Ah, of course. There you go. Get it up, you. Fuck you. What are you a member of the fucking Jim will fix it club? <laughs> Wanker. Hold <laughs> that. I so, don't know how to respond to that. I've got so many jokes floating in my head for this man here, but <laughs> I'm going to leave it. <laughs> the beauty of the edit. So we've got, you've got uh, loads of stuff coming up, man. What, what, what are you looking forward to the mace coming up? And obviously the fringe is massive, right? Um, when is the dates for Aberdeen, by the way? Because we need to talk about that. Uh, we're up doing a solo show on the 21st in Aberdeen this month um, and then we're on a mixed bill the night before in Aberdeen as well what else do we have we've got fucking hunters 
Aye. Uh, <laughs> aye, there's a bunch. This are we talking big things or just like or just fun things? Just like, fun things. We're talking. Talking like the shit you want to make money off of because yeah. this is now paid sponsorship. <laughs> Here we go. So we've got we've got that we've got Aberdeen next week and then we're um we've got a little break. Boys are going on holiday. Uh, I'll need to write some new material. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so what, are they going on holiday and you have to sit in the house and come up with brand new stuff? I pretty much. You just yeah, get the easy job with the rest, don't you? Um, and then we've got a solo show at the stand at the start of July. And then after that, I think we're doing something else in July. Then we're off to uh, Fringe for a month. And then after that, I think we can say, oh, we can say to be honest, it's, the place it's, it's all booked now. We're going to America in September. We're gigging. Ooh, uh, we're yes. going to Scott Fest. It's like a festival about... It's Americans indulging the fact that they're like one third Scottish. Yeah. How um, the fuck have we no thought of this? The what? pie and beans, the most Scottish thing gone. They've got a song about Scotch pie. Scotch pie and beans. Aye, and how how did you oh, lazy? How have you not looked into this? We could be there or not doing this live. Doing this live to, mate. to a thousand Americans who are a third Scotch. Yep. My mom doesn't even want to mind Americans live. <laughs> they want to be fair. I, I, I will apologise, Angie. You don't sound like that. <laughs> she does. My dad's going to break your heart. Speaking, of, you, speaking <laughs> of your dad, right? Uh, I, I said this earlier on. I, right, so we were in, I was in your house one day, I came in, and if you've watched the first episode, I talk about how long you are in getting ready, right? And we went round to, I went into your house, say one o'clock, expecting you to be ready. So we eventually were ready for about fucking four o'clock the next day. But we were in, and I went into the living room to have a smoke, but I think your cousin's baby or something was in. So your mom and your sister were kind of looking after it and then they were going out and your dad just came in for work and your dad's sitting on the couch, right, watching the telly, just obviously fucked because it was last Saturday and he was, he was just in for work and he's sitting there watching the telly and your mom's like, ah, too much of Wayne for half an hour to go to the shop. So she hands him the way and he's just sitting there holding the Wayne, right, but you can see him looking about like that. So he's looking about and he comes out at me and he's like, hold that, that's what he said, hold that, right? I'm like, okay, I'll hold this. <laughs> Three week old child, right? So I'm holding, I'm holding your cousin's child here, right? And I really hope your cousin doesn't watch this in case they don't know about this. And then what your dad proceeded today was he got up and he went down and picked the dog's bed up. <laughs> he put it on the couch next to him and then went, "Come here, gaze that," and then put the way in the dog's bed and put the telly on and rolled a fag. <laughs> I'm glad you don't come to my house a lot because <laughs> it's just that mama and dad don't get any backlash after us. Amazing. So I right, we drinking that. Sorry, I forgot he's here. Um, <laughs> so you, you fucking you, Gregor, you kind of went, you kind of went a bit mental on TikTok, didn't you? And that does do you the power of social media is mental, right? Because we've done this has done quite well with it to start with. So like, because at first you were popping up my for you page every five minutes, just about. Um, and then more recently, the Ouija Hanker app pages come up and all the, the clips for, for the shows that you've been doing. Um, so so talk, tell us a wee bit about, does the, the TikToks you do then probably impact what you bring to the group, do you think? Um, <clears throat> I, think I think so. I mean, it all, it all started with this. I mean, this was already going way before I ever did any of that stuff. And then it kind of over lockdown, it was more because we were never, we were never together and we wanted to keep the page and the content growing. We couldn't meet up, so the way to do it, for me, the best way to do it was to start creating more videos and to, to try and grow that way on top of doing stuff for our page. And then, uh, mate, I think it, it's TikTok's weird, right? Because it was one, it was, I'd done a bunch of videos. I must have been slowly progressing to about 50,000 followers or whatever. And then it was literally one video overnight. I was hungover. 
and I thought, I'm going to do a Scottish Star Wars. I just sat there and I went, I was, honestly, I think I was still mad when I made it. And I, I woke up and I was just like, uh, you you show your, Randy. Tap, your, your tap was off on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, Mate, I, was, I, was, I was still away with it and I just woke up and I went, it's over, Andy. I've got the high ground. And it just, I don't know what it was about it, but the whole thing just, it, it really kicked off. And then I just thought, oh, I could do a Scottish movies thing and just kept doing them. And it was different enough from what we were doing that it didn't really ever clash, but it did bring a lot of people over. And it was those videos we regurgitate over on our Facebook and stuff because it's another way of bringing people in. And it is part of what we do. And we do kind of bring that into live shows now. You see, you see with social media, like, obviously, I know what you mean. Like, does wonders for you the amount of followers we got out to see that TikTok clip I put up at the Hugh Evans, but the amount of followers and views that got was incredible for helping us. Um but let's see with social media, right? We you obviously you have got a page and on Facebook. Facebook is by far the fucking worst place to promote. It is the most difficult thing to navigate and Twitter can take a flying fuck to itself and all. I hate Twitter. Sorry, it's Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Elon Musk and fuck his Teslas, he's a cunt. Right. I, do you know, I bought 350 quid worth of Doge and he went on that SNL and fucked me up. <laughs> Get off you, I man. pumped 350 brick into that and the fucker brought it right down to about two bob. Asshole, man. Stick fuck his, you, Elon uh, Musk. You should stick his kids in a doggy basket. I'll teach him. <laughs> hey, my dad's going to hate you after this. All you've done is slag my mom. I was sitting there going, like, what the fuck's he talking about? <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, I thought it was smart and I feel embarrassed. <laughs> the viewers got it. That's, that's my bad. Apologies. Apologies. Uh, so I, like, I don't know. Do you, I mean, TikTok is definitely the way forward on it. That shit just... Uh, I don't know, mate. My mindset on it's changing a little bit. Really? Do you know how it's... I think it's really, like, it's, it's beneficial and as amazing as it is, pretty toxic. Like, the whole, the whole like, having to stick on to it every day, the way that they promote creators on there is the more you post the more chance you have of your videos eventually going viral and then it keeps up and it you know it goes and it goes and it goes i think and i only know this from my experience with selling shows i actually think facebook has probably been it is the best for for actually engagement as far as talking to your your um your following and, and getting them to engage with shows and buying tickets and stuff tiktok see for the most part if you try and promote anything on there your views are dead. Really? Yeah, right? if you try and promote a show, your views are dead on it. It doesn't get any of the sort of interaction. TikTok, you can grow really fast on. You can get a good audience on there, but they don't, they don't, it doesn't feel like they stick around as much as on other places. That's just kind of the general vibe I'm getting that, that Facebook seems to be pretty solid for it. Do you not find it hard to work Facebook, but when you're trying to do the page, I think it's fucking infuriating. Yeah. In terms of user friendliness, right, for, for the people that are into technology, it's a fucking bag of shit. Like, see when you're trying to, like, you, want to, you go hit post, but that's only for like, writing, you can't put a picture on, so you've got to go to publish. It's a fucking nightmare. Fuck Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. You can hold that, you pair of cunts. Um, because you get filled for everything on Facebook, didn't you? We go. Oh, well, that's um, only going on. That bit only going on. We, um, what, did, what did we get pulled up for? We, we, at Christmas time, we were like, "Oh, we're selling pictures <coughs> of our feet. Buy one, get two, two free or something like that." And they're like, "Nah, man, you can't be saying that you're selling like that's nudity. Saying that you're going to sell your feet." And I was like, "Don't do it again, or you're getting banned." Yeah. Well, I mean, you, we promoted. <laughs> well, <laughs> fair dues. We promoted. Um, your knob on the first episode 
I do think people would pay for an OnlyFans for you. Do you know that? Shut up. No, mate. think about it, right? No, stop. Th- seriously, about think about genitals. Why are you saying male genitals? Just say my genitals. Well, just you're a fucking throbber, man. Honestly, so <laughs> you like you're you're a fucking warmer. No, mate, do you know what? I wasn't going to say it again. My male... Look how square as he does. <laughs> For anyone that's seen this, he's square as fuck. And I'm not taking anything off anyone with a heat shaped like that. For the benefits of the viewers at home, I will turn side on and... Can we see that? <laughs> can, can we see how flat that... That's really no flattering for a, a bag for life I've got either, is it? Fuck you, man. Right, eh... Uh, so, you've obviously... Like, I've seen on like your social media, isn't that like, your personal ones? Like, well, especially you anyway. You like going out for a bevy after a gig, don't you? Yeah, mate. No. I can't do that. Why not? I don't know. I just don't, I don't drink, well, probably because I'm driving a lot, because you obviously, maybe accommodation paid for reason that, whereas I'm driving my fucking 12 year old toaster to gigs and breaking down three times in the way there. He's got about four lights on, on his dashboard. I'm not even kidding on. Aye. Engine management, brakes. The engine got rebuilt. The lot. I'm not paying for a new car, fuck that. Um, so you like getting on it then? He does. He I does seen, I seen, I, I seen, oh, wait, it was actually, it was on the beach hang of that account. Um, but you're doing a, you're fucked in a bench. Yeah. Oh, is this what you're referring <laughs> to, these videos? Yeah. That's all marketing yeah. material, mate. We're actors. That's not real life. <laughs> Shut up. Right, I was one of the best nights ever. <laughs> that was amazing, man. I, we just finished uh, a two, uh, two week run, uh, the fringe. And then at the end, I don't know where Connor went. He came out for a bit and then he went home with his missus. Me and Gregor just get fucking tore into Edinburgh. And then that was the end result of the night, walking home. There's more videos that won't be surfaced because we can't find them. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, that was, that, was a, that was a brilliant night, man. That was in the meadows about six o'clock in the morning. And I was meant to be staying with him that night uh, in his flat in Edinburgh at the time. And it got to the point where I was like, you know, what's the fucking point of me staying? Right. I just got, jumped a train up the road. <laughs> <laughs> I might as, might as well, there's no point. Uh, we got out of the pubs at half five. Cause that's fringe. That's the thing about oh, fringe. Is they're open till about five o'clock. So are they? Aye? Yeah, yeah. I fucking mental. So it was, but it was amazing. Just for the viewers at home, I didn't know that because I won't <laughs> be going. Uh, who's opening for you? Kidding on. <laughs> um, hey, I thought I could put his on the spot I've, under the holidays. I've got a few videos on my phone that could be fucking sketches. For nights I've been on it. One that sticks to my mind. Right, I'll show you it after. I don't know if we can even insert it in to show the viewers. So basically, we were out. We were going back to my pals for the UFC, right? So we're at this nightclub, we get back into his house, I don't know, off to or three in the morning. Up to his room, fucking, we watched the fight, went up to his room to go on it. We've been sitting there for about three years. Bear in mind, he's been sitting down for three years. And this boy, Tory, he's been saying for fucking about five years that he's going to lay an egg one day. He goes, buddy, go in my back pocket. And I'm like, what? <laughs> go in his back pocket. What's in his pocket? A fucking egg. <laughs> right? Next minute, um, I read I read somewhere it's impossible to squeeze an egg if you put it in your horn, look for it and squeeze it. So I thought, fuck it, let's try it. I went like, buff, egg everywhere, mate. His room was fucking covered. <laughs> and I'm not lying. See if we can put the clip in, I'll put it. It was fucking covered. I sorry he's more, by the way. Oh, no. He had to clean it up the next day. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. You are a scumbag, man. 
Like, see, I don't know. I'd love to be able to get after gigs, man. But I just feel like, obviously, like I said, made it. You on the weekends and that. He's on the day night on Sunday. <laughs> I'm normally doing Wednesday night cafes. Um, but I, I don't know. I'd love to be. Able, I don't know. I just think that it's too fucking. I don't know. I can't. I, I certainly can't do it before it. Do you just need that? Do you just need a wee before you go up? Um, we have to be quite careful with that. I mean, that's the thing. Like, yeah, we do do like to go out and have fun. At the end of the day. I think the whole thing we try and hold quite high for our kind of selling point is the fact that we're mates. Yeah. So it's not just that we do a gig together and then we separate. We do like to hang out. We do like to have a bit of fun. That's that's really important, I think, for the dynamic on stage as well. But that being said, sometimes you see having a wee one or two before a gig relaxes you. And it gives you that, especially for the sort of stuff we do. Kind of like it can help out, but you got to be careful, man. You, you, know you must be able to lean into it a bit more. Let's see when you're doing it, guy at the front, man. Like fucking showing the bars and that. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? I'm like, still hold that, sober, mate. man. I'm a driver. Hey, I'm dry humping that floor sober. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Fucking mad see, respect, man. See, because he's your mates, he's find it easier to tell each other when you think you were shite there. Or do you find it easier? <laughs> no, what a no, fucking subject just, change. No. I was trying to get into talking about just getting into fucking snorting that, know what I mean? And you're like, do you ever tell each other he's a pair of cunts or something? No, so say he writes something and you go, nah, it's pish. You wouldn't say that to somebody you didn't know. Or let's say you are on stage and you go, see, see, see that bit you done? I think that was fucking rotten, mate. Maybe Aye. knowing them words, but do you find it easier to tell each other? Uh, we're, we're always we're always honest with it. Um, quite Sometimes a, too honest, I think. Quite a lot of the time it comes down to a vote. So now there's three years, it's easy to like outnumber somebody. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> outnumber somebody. It's usually me getting yeah. numbers. So like, I'll say something in the rehearsal, I'll find that hilarious and I'll be like, I'm keeping that in. He'll say, no, you can't say that, what you're talking about. And then obviously I give him lifts him, so he's on my side. Um, and then we outvote Gregor and then it, it makes it in eventually. Yeah. Um, but aye, it's easy to call each other cunts and that and say that we're shite. He's ever have like, have, he, have he's ever had like a proper full scale Barnley and like one of your houses are at when you've been doing a rehearsal and what like swing for somebody? No swing, but uh, we show each other quite a lot sometimes. Days, aye. aye. Not quite a lot. No, aye, the, nah, used to, it used to be what I think when we were when the, when there was four of us and when we really didn't know what it was we were doing with ourselves as far as what we wanted to be. I think there was a lot more arguments back then because it was commitment. I think uh-huh. if, if you aren't all on the same wavelength of what you want to do, there's going to be arguments all the time. It's probably the same. That you guys must do yep. when you do this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. I get at least four or five phone calls a day after this. We girl moaning, complaining. Oh, we might not end it out because I don't know if that's actually politically correct. I don't know, mate. All you do is moan, but you genuinely just keep, oh you, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. Oh, what about this? You're phoning me, oh, you need to pick up the t shirts and I'm like, right, mate, that's fine. He's like, go up at four. I'm like, I'm not going up at fucking four. I'll be sitting up here for fucking three and a half hours. And what were you doing today? Nothing, I was half up, mate. Right, exactly. Well deserved days half, mate. Right, cool, exactly. Lazy bastard. How? I've just worked, I just worked four 12 field shifts. So oh, fucking whoop to do, man. You're going on as if you're stuck in the middle of fucking Kiev. <laughs> 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 fucking take a flying fuck to yourself, honestly. Anyway, diverting for the, the having the Barneys and all that, because I was quite interested when you was going, that just probably, on and remember that we, we, I might come up with Aberdeen actually and we'll just get fucking fully up. Last time we went to Aberdeen, we were like, we're not going out. It was a good show. We'll just have a couple and then we'll go back to the hotel room. And that didn't happen. We got pretty mad with it. Aye. So Gregor was on a diet, right? <laughs> <laughs> Gregor, Gregor was on a diet. Hang on. What you about? No. You, we were, you were on a diet, weren't you? You were doing well. 
Dane well. He was having like one meal a day and stuff like that. Torture, man. It was torture. So then we finished the gig. He had a Burger King. <laughs> we then got steaming. Uh, he then had a Taco Bell and was eating it. <laughs> it was like chips and some sauce and vegetables and all that. And he was eating it with his fingers, big burgers and all that, wraps. You say that like people don't do that, like they don't eat it with <laughs> their fingers. You so if it's chips and gravy, you're going to eat it with your fingers. It wasn't chips and gravy though, it was, was it? chips and like some sort of sour cream sauce. It was actually, right. <laughs> <laughs> What? Wait a minute, hold Aye. on, back up. Wait, what? Yeah, I'd like salsa because it was Check Taco Bell. drive. So, <laughs> it's like, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, buddy. Right, sorry. <laughs> See, wait a minute. Chips and sour what? Yeah, uh, pickle. What do you call it? Pickle the 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 guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Um, Guacamole's for avocados. I don't what. Ah well, you know what the sour like cream chives dip. Yeah, stuff like that. Are you referring to chip and dip except with actual chips? Yeah, it was like chips Taco had sour cream, style. salsa, cheese, and all that on it, and he's like eating it with his fingers at four in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Or something, and he was having it on chips, and he was just <laughs> hornful it, no ne- fork or end not. And you're so animated, seem you're mad with it, and you're eating, son. You're so animated, <laughs> you look like a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Bugs Bunny getting and then torn he had some churros up. after it as well. With some, oh, no. some Nutella dip, mate. That's not that extreme. Like, you see what you think you about it? That's aye. just a pretty standard night out, isn't it? I don't know. I'll be honest with you, I've been out in loads of nights out with you. Fuck <laughs> off, you no, lying no. Used to store in Bombay jocks for you all the time. Listen, which is now not. He's slandering me, that's lies, right? <laughs> I never. Really. Oh, sorry, I tell you, you didn't eat because you were too busy gobbing speed. <laughs> right, speed? Do you remember that night me and you went out and we were in. Uh, we were in Mayors and I'd lost you for an hour. It was just me and you. We were doing. It was like a Thursday night. I don't know if you were at college and I was at college at the time. And we were we met up like after college and it was like fuck it, do you want to go tonight? Aye, cool. And I lost you for an hour and I was just blathering to folk and I was standing in the smoke there and you come charging in. You're like, ah, Ross. I'm like, what? I'm like, you're right, mate. And you're like, ah, I've just took speed. <laughs> yes. I've never seen MD's biggest. Right, you start doing laps at a nightclub. We can edit that bit out. <laughs> no, definitely not. That's the I'm taking fucking. Command here and we're editing that bit. <laughs> I have a suggestion, right? Because there's so many edits. Can I do like a face for each like edit that you've got have so you know that something's come out? That could be like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just edit that in. Paul, well, this is for you, right? So every time that something bad happens that you aren't going to use, just do this user's face. <laughs> <laughs> aye, actually, I go there, try on that then. Nah, I'll do a couple back to back, right? So you've got this one. <laughs> You've got that one. <laughs> what about this one? Oh. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> I'll stop. Edit that out. <laughs> edit that with the edit. Cool. Uh, so. <laughs> where the fuck was I going with that? Steaming. Oh, aye. Right. I getting full yet. So, have you, where would you say is the best night out after a gig? Or what was the best night you even had after a gig in which city? Depends what you count as as best because when we're in Aberdeen, I don't think it was true, but they said that I tried to rip a radiator off the wall in a hotel. Right, <laughs> good joint, man. So I don't think that was true. <laughs> <laughs> was that in the hotel room or in, in the boozer? The hotel room, aye. Oh, don't do it, don't like, fucking shit with you, man. They said it, the was rough, it was too warm and I didn't know how to turn it down, so I tried to take it off the wall. Can Aldi rock star. But I don't think that happened. <laughs> um, but Aberdeen's all right. 
It's fucking expensive, but yeah, everywhere is now, man. See if I've been at, at Aubin Grey, you'd think they would make it a wee bit cheaper. And that's a subtle fuck you to Aberdeen. <laughs> See um, <you> next week. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm about to go <laughs> do. So no refunds. No refunds. Surely they must see it. Like, it's great. Surely they must see it. They must see it, man. It's like, it's, it's a great city. It's the only city I've ever been to where, like, even the bushes and the trees look grey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you think they think they're all colourblind up there? <laughs> I was going to say, even colourblind people must know something's wrong. Probably. Uh, it's slightly darker than usual. <laughs> you should do a sketch about how Shabardine is in debut of your solo show. That'd be good. Let's see that. <laughs> let's see that, see that Dundee bit of day. I've went to Dundee and I've not done it. I'm too fair to see how it would go. A bit of that mental. Do you know what I mean? Although I've done a gig for uh, Recovering Addicts and I'd done the bit at the end of that where I talk about heroin and they loved it. So you never know, to be honest. Well, obviously they loved it. Cut that out. Don't use that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got on really well with them. That's Ooh. fucking. I go to Derby. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Cheers, nice. um so i like i don't know i, I think you're you're definitely what, what was when was the first time you, you did you day red raw first and then sort of again at the weekends i mean how because for, for what i've seen it was quite quick for that to the tuesday night i was already fucking headlined red raw so i think it was so we'd done red raw before lockdown and then nothing happened for two years and we we done the lockdown the, happened for two years. Is what you mean? It wasn't like we didn't do anything. Aye. It was the yeah, I, just one of the one of the problems. How did you just cope? Now's the time. <laughs> How did you just cope with lockdown? Obviously, because obviously you're just sort of finding your way, sort of getting a bit bigger, and then lockdown happened. So how did you really cope with that? Was it just doing your solo things, or was it more? I was just like regurgitating stuff quite a lot and we played warzone every single day yeah. oh what you like warzone yeah I we were begging it, man. i'm begging it. See, yeah. warzone during lockdown how fucking good was it so good we used to play uh, every night i up all night playing it yeah up all day playing it all day yeah we used to do lockdown warzone in lockdown Aye. so you would stay inside a building of a building for the entire time you couldn't leave you had to stay inside only for like essential, once. only Aye. for essential things. So when there's like a like a loadout drop, what <laughs> <laughs> so did he do there? Did he do something? To no, I'm just thinking about how fucking stupid yeah. that Listen, was. Listen, right, I Here's thought he got a job talking about a loadout. <laughs> Let's say all the guys that play PlayStation, oh, it's a waste of time. See during lockdown, see if it wasn't for fucking Life's blowing me your pals all the time and all that and having a laugh. Some people would have went fucking mental. Mate, Some people no. wouldn't be here. Do you know what I mean? No, and for all the stick it gets. I get it as a video game, but it, it did produce there's, some of the best right, laughs I've right, Wait a minute, because there's one thing saying that, which I completely agree with, right? Because it was keeping you in touch with your pals, you're having a laugh. For example, I'd split up with my ex-missies just as the first lockdown started and managed to fucking lose us around on uh, Warzone. Uh, around on Warzone, I sound like such a bad. <laughs> a game of Warzone, uh, and as soon as I died, one of the boys shouted, Nay, one or she fucking left you, right? So <laughs> It was probably, oh. it was me. <laughs> I mean, it was quite raw. That, that was it was quite raw at the time. But I thought, you know what, that's funny. And that's what kept you going. But I mean, there's that extent, and then there's you be FIFA. You oh. fucking pumped thousands into that. Listen, don't out me in the podcast, bro. No, see if you, do you play pro team. clubs as well. Ultimate team pro clubs is fucking class. Aye, pro know, clubs, never did pro clubs, but ultimate team back see, in like 2014 was the. See pro clubs, man. Pro clubs, you can become a hero, and then you can go back to zero within seconds. That was really weird though. See the see the see the fucking slaggings you're taking pro cubs when you're having a bad game. I can take any sort of slagging. I've aimed it. Why <laughs> made me thick skin? Why, why do you look as if you're taking a shite when you're like, talking like that? Because you went, look, see that the slaggings I take. Why is that? Fuck you, mate. 
So I've got to say to him. So, oh, here's another thing I might ask you, right? See with your songs, right? Because I really like your songs. Made them a few quid. Um, see, see for like your song, you, you do play guitar, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you do, like, do you ever get to like, actually write the, the, the music to it or do you just get the fucking... Well, what normally happens, even though Gregor plays the guitar, he's very, very handy with the piano. So I'll go over to his sometimes and if he's got ideas for songs or that, what he'll do is he'll write it on the piano to begin with and then uh, he'll be like, can you adapt that to the guitar? So he'll play it and then I'll just keep playing it over and over with the guitar till I get it and I'll maybe, I don't know if I can add a few things to it like here and there. If he's wanting to also like play the guitar at the same time, I'll just like kind of like add wee kind of like fruity things and tap it. And fruity things. Just, ah, you just like spr- sprinkle wee that, pizzazz on tap it and then that bit. But um, lyrically, like, I'll help with lyrics. I'm not much a songwriter, but like music-wise, I'm, I'm your man. I'll I'll give you a hand with anything mus- musical. Do you know what I mean? Funny you should say that. We're needing a jingle. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> no got a guitar. <laughs> I know, I forgot to bring it. But like, because I've, I've seen you live, right? Uh, I think I've actually seen you a, cu- a couple of times um, if I've been in the audience or whatever. Um, and what I love about your, your act as well is that obviously you're doing your sketches, you're doing your songs, but you're so loose. Stand-up's no bad at all. No, um, so he's a dead loose, like, it's not like he's a fucking pure fear to break character or whatever, let's see if you're doing the, the Tory Tourette's and all that, and you sit, you watch you, Gregor, and you're about the front, then the corner, you're about the front talking and explaining or getting into the sketch or whatever, and you're sitting pushing yourself, I think that's fucking great, it loosens the audience up and all, like 100%, they're sitting there going, Oh, do you know, because I think with like, sketches, sometimes people can be sitting there going like that, oh, this is because I've seen them before and they're like they're too fucking scripted and by the book and you're like i fucking got on with it do you know what i mean but i think that flows nice you think because you break character like quite a lot during, especially that night i was there he's like it's amazing to see you's actually like fucking enjoying it because sort of like for a stand-up comedian if i kind of say something or make a joke or whatever and, and i laugh then nobody else does no uh, if i laugh and it's like i that's all right he's kind of enjoying it but it's it's pure brown you see i think that definitely helps like because you can't stop fucking laughing at each other sometimes, yeah, can you? Aye. But I think <clears> that's kind of the, the thing for me, and it's something that I think doing the clubs has taught us that. we, When we started mm-hmm. out, we were very to the book, had to be sketch, 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 don't interact with the audience. That's kind of how it started. But I think doing the clubs, becoming pals with people like both Holds and Mikkel and kind of seeing, being able to watch you know, them and other comedians night in and night out and see how comfortable they are. I mean, we were comfortable on stage, but... Kind of being comfortable with the audience and also showing our own character mm-hmm. as much as the sketches. I think I kind of realized I was like, right, yeah, okay, I like writing, but that I think personality drives patter, and I th- and I do 100%. I do really believe that. I do think that you you could have the funniest show in the world, but if you're a cunt and people think you're an arsehole, nobody's gonna laugh at Ross it. Daly. <laughs> oh, just you, just kidding. What a dog, man. I know what you're saying, but because you see sometimes, and again, this is not me having a dig and saying I'm so much better than MD in case there's MD listening to this and thinks, fuck off, you're no funny. I'll completely agree with you. Um, but you see sometimes somebody telling a joke or whatever, or they're doing a bit, and you go, that is actually really fucking funny. But the performance, it was passionate, died in its hole, or it didn't go, or it got a laugh, but it wasn't as big as, as, as that. I feel as if like, definitely having that sort of matey style is a lot better but see your best man speech right that you've done at your brother's wedding that is a five 
a hundred percent. I don't know why you've not done this. There's your fucking opening for fucking the fringe, by the way. That man held it. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> no, fuck that, mate. I don't. I don't really know if I'd ever do stand up. I don't really think. Don't get me wrong. I think I'd be pushing boundaries with some jokes because I've not really got a filter sometimes, and it could get me in trouble. But this episode, the first episode was like an hour and fifty. Uh, when we put it out, but originally it was four hours. And I had to cut away three hours because he, you, 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 you just can't <laughs> no, fucking just, watch it. Sometimes you say something and then you go, mm, "That's a bit on the edge there." And you look, look at the fucking Oscars. Chris Rock. <laughs> Chris Rock. Did you shite yourself there or something? Did you say Oscars and then go fuck? <laughs> you did. You did. Uh, I mean, I mean, is that wrong? <laughs> but look at fucking Chris Rock. Just saying a joke. It's just. But obviously, somebody's took it the wrong way, and then, and it's so easy for that to happen, really. Because so is that what you worry about then? Saying something, somebody takes it the wrong way. Is that? Like I, a fear? I d- definitely. You know, that's, that's that's the main thing when we were first putting out the podcast. When it was waiting to get edited, I was like, fuck, whatever I fucking said, it's going to get people taking it the wrong way. Watched that all the way through and I was just writing notes. You know, but fucking that's, that's something there I would worry about. Well, I get that. Like that. That's something that I, I, I feel, I, I still get that all the time. They're always having to tell me to chill out because of that sort of thing. But I, I feel like sometimes intent is everything, isn't it? So if your intent was never to offend anybody and that's clear enough to see, like I think a lot of our skits could offend, but they're kind of on the surface. Like the Tory Etz thing, you're taking you're taking the Tories and mixing it with Tourette's. You could argue that that's taking the piss out of people with Tourette's. You but say I, that, no me. Well, <laughs> but this is the thing, but I feel like because we've taken a subject that it kind of cancels it out and it just becomes wordplay. It's got nothing to do with the fact that it's actually like, you know, it's why I don't know if you mm. watch, but I do a very, I do a thing on stage where I'll make sure that when I do the ticks, it's only to when I'm going to say like the, the Tourette's line. I'll actually, you know, just... he, he, like Connor's no doing the monologue and you're no sitting there going. Yeah. Basically. I've made sure to like, it's yeah. little things like I that that you realise. I've just done that one, need to cut out on off. Fuck. <laughs> oh, fucking fuck. What a fish out of water. Do you want me to go man. back? Do you want me to go back of it and you run into it? Would that be easier? Do you know what? Fuck it. I don't give a fuck, man. They can, <laughs> any publicity is good publicity, so, isn't it? See, you've obviously all did acting at, ed, at university and stuff like that. How do you feel that that did prepare you for how he's on now? Because obviously now he's only really, he's putting on like sketches and stuff like that. And it is acting, but it is comedy. How do you feel that that prepared you for this? Um, well, when we first started doing it, I think because obviously when we were studying acting, we were very much like when you're portraying a character, it's important not to like break character because you don't want to like shatter the illusion for the audience but i think obviously like what gregor was saying there that because we've been doing more gigs more like comedy shows and that as well we've kind of like adapted that a bit better we've learned as we've went along just to kind of like adapt our per- each individual personality to it more and just to show that we're we're mates at the end of the day and i think it's more engaging to watch well a woman said that to us the other day at stand she came up to us and said like you can tell you are all pals and all that on stage, so it's actually like quite endearing. So I remember I, in your podcast, she's are speaking about one. Of, I can't remember when one of you find it really hard to actually do perform as yourself, aye. not as obviously in, in characters at yourself. So you kind of aye. So like I'd be alright to go on stage and dry hump a scotch pie in front of <laughs> like two thousand people, but see if you were to say to me, like go be yourself and do this presentation on fucking I don't know, raw plugs. 
I don't know why I said raw plug. Raw plug. Raw plug. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting topic. I seen a plug down there. I thought. Raw plug. That's some dirty. What's thing you put in the wall? That's aye. That's a raw. That's a raw plug. That's that's a plug that would go in a socket, perhaps. So aye, there's a there's a great example of it that I would just I wouldn't know when to stop talking and what to say. And like these people are judging me for who I am as a person instead of if I'm shagging a scotch pie, they know that's no me. Really? I'll be perfectly honest with you. I if I hadn't been in the green room with you that night prior to going out, I would have thought, you know what, I think a, a guy like shagging a pie. I tell you, the last you know episode, I mean? everybody wants to fuck pies. That's why I chose <sighs> pie. Very good. That, and here's your prime example. I'll get a medicine applause break. I that's. Fair fucking dudes. <laughs> Mad lad. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> mum, but he said you've got a look, mum. No, fuck off. Who the fuck are you speaking to, man? <laughs> anyway, so gonna, <laughs> I like to ask a cunt, man. So I wanted to I was I was gonna ask you a couple more quick fire essentially questions, but Mm, yes, yes. Prepare yourself, Elliot. This you shit, this shit is about to get real. Um, somebody just farted. <laughs> somebody just shared. Shared. No, because I moved and that was the Was that you? Did you bump? Self-defecation. That's just funny shit. Right. So, <laughs> sort of quick fight. <laughs> I'm going to fucking nut you. Honestly, you could even knock it a wank, mate. He, 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 <laughs> uh, I did fart, by the way. I'll be honest. Did you? Did you? <laughs> I'll be honest with you, man. Yeah, I, I can start to smell it now. I'm sorry. Can you wait a <laughs> no, I can't smell it. Yet. He's a wee bit of salt <laughs> and pepper on that. He's a fucking creep, isn't he? <laughs> You're trying As if you don't ever rate your ain or somebody else's No, farts. your ain maybe, no somebody else's. You wouldn't, well, <laughs> if you're subject to it, if you're sitting there and somebody farts and you go like that, oh, that's rotten, there you go. But you were trying to eat your nose to ring piece that it smells his hook. <laughs> right, go on with your fire questions, man, before you... Look at you all flustered, look at you. <laughs> I was just going to do maybe a couple of questions to get you to know he's a wee bit more. So the first one I was going to say... Well, between the three years, what would you say is your best ever gig? You know, a gig you look at and you go, that was the fucking, that was a sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. What was that? <laughs> what were you doing? Just playing football. Say that again. Can you timestamp that? I know. Um, <laughs> so I was just going to ask a couple of quick fire questions, getting noisy a wee bit better. So what would you say is your best ever gig? You know, the one you maybe holding high regard and go, that was fucking up there with. Timestamp again. <laughs> <laughs> Quick fire round. Uh, I, I'll go the the concert hall because that's one that shows what what can be done. You're standing on stage and you see all these people and you go, "This people would do this," so it's not unachievable. Excellent. The end. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and what have you got a worst ever gig? When you go, ah, that gives me the fear I do. What would be the worst? Uh... No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no we don't. That was say... fucking mental. I don't know if you've seen that. They were totally telepathically communicated there. That was not. No, we don't. We don't say places. We wouldn't. No, do we that. wouldn't say places. Yeah, we 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 have done one before where I think sometimes atmosphere is everything, isn't it? Mm. And if the atmosphere is not there, and it's not, to, and it's hard because that is the thing about it's so difficult about comedy is that you do want to make everything as funny as you can, but sometimes if the audience are already like not there or they're 
bored and they want to go home. It could be so hard sometimes. No, I know what you mean. I have done gigs like that myself. Or maybe whoever's been on before you, it's just it's just no fucking click. Everton's just no click to yeah. go on and you're like, well, I'm walking on to an onslaught. Fuck it. Uh, and Aye. you kind of disregard it. But I know, see that feeling you get when you do Because like, you know yourself where your punches are or where the bits that get laughs and when you do them and they don't get the laughs and you go, oh, you cunt. This is going to be a fucker. Do you know what I mean? And it's equally embarrassing when you're having to sing through that. Like that's hard because you just feel like you're singing. There's no, doesn't feel like the enjoyment's there anymore, and it can be really hard to like stay in that. Oh fuck that! I, yeah. I, I'm not yeah. gonna do that. It's a gamble. It's a gamble with that stuff, but you know, it does. I feel like it pays off more than it ever doesn't. So, mm-hmm. well, just, it's just something that's completely different to what I'm doing and what everybody else is doing. So definitely, I can see why there's a demand for it because it's different and it's enjoyable and it's fun and it's light-hearted do you know what i mean i can definitely see why uh what was i going to say the next quick fire question do you have a favorite comedian yourselves or sketch group i, I say sketch group because like, what the fuck does that mean like fucking the cunts that come in and do the panto when you're in primary school can you imagine yourselves doing that <laughs> doing yeah. the panto not like when you're in the school but it was a pure shiter and they just brought like a cardboard box and it had like a fucking window <laughs> on it in the sun and you've done like, like i will be honest like i might be Cause I still do a lot of the acting stuff. I might be doing that this. Year. I might be doing a panto this year. I, I in a school. I don't mean oh, like, like I like kids theater, like touring around schools and stuff. Yeah, yeah. If I get it, but sorry, you, if you get it, you actually applied for that. I mean, it's like um, it's like, it's like a theater company that go and do that stuff. I can briefly remember them. Do you remember? Did they do them I in your school? I a few at my school, my primary school. Do you remember any in particular? No, unforgettable. To be honest with you. No, like, unforgettable, no, no, but you can't no, remember. No, You're oh, a dick, fuck, man. man. I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Very forgettable. No, uh, I can't really remember. I any. think they done one. Was it Cinderella? Is that the 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 bitch in it that's got the mad fucking horns or like the big dildos coming out of her head? Right. You know the one I'm talking Cinderella. about. I it might no, be Cinderella. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was fucking Sleeping Beauty. That's what it was. She's not even got horns coming out of her head. Is it of Maleficent? Is it not the same thing? No, no, definitely not. No, that's the thing. That's the thing. Oh wait, you're thinking of Beauty and the Beast? No, because no. Beast has got the horns. No, his hair. Uh, yeah, talking about the same. That's the same thing. It's a character from Sleep Beauty. Why do I know that? Yes, Elliot. <laughs> Fuck his man. Come on, that's what I'm talking about. So is it like start? So I, I, I can't. Like, you obviously love the acting, but I couldn't fucking do that. I don't think, I think I'd be sitting looking at Wayne's who've pissed their pants because they can't have two fairy ass for the toilet and you're sitting there talking about <laughs> road safety or something or fireworks. I actually think work, like doing like kids' audiences is actually really helpful for going in and doing comedy. You're laughing at because I said <laughs> the word kids' audience. <laughs> no, <laughs> see, see what, he's, what he's saying is true because I've got, I've got a good pal, Robbie Hill. Shout out Robbie. Hey. He actually got on the reserve lift for the Royal Conservatoire yeah. through his editions and stuff like that. And one of the things they, they said when he went there, when he done his edition, was could you do that as if you're performing to kids? Because it obviously gives you a better perspective does, on yeah. the audience and stuff like Changes that. Changes your, like... Kids are, like, they're super... They're a difficult audience. Like, their attention is, like, they'll go away like that. And they don't, they don't, they don't know how to read a room. They don't know what's uncomfortable. You're in a comedy club. Somebody isn't enjoying it. A lot of the time they have the decorum to at least not kind of make that known unless they're pissed. And then they'll like either heckle or they'll, they'll fuck off. Kids, if they're enjoying it, heckle. It's just what they do. And then kids will just run off and like jump about and they, they just aren't paying attention. So you really have to like kind of go out of your way to 
capture their attention. And that's when I think the physicality stuff comes with what we do. But it's you you gotta at every moment I always think we're doing something that you'll be looking at somebody, someone's having a laugh, somebody's being silly or having a joke to themselves or whatever. And I actually think part of the reason that we like you know, I think that stuff works for us is because I've I've observed like those sort of audiences from like, you know, the kids' shows or whatever, and it helps. I think it's good. It's a good testing ground, man. I love comedians that can go and do that. There's there's a Scottish comedian that, that does loads of kids' shows. Oh, I can't remember his name. But he does both. He does adult and kid audiences, and it's it's, it's, it's hard to do. Ah, oh, fuck that for a laugh, man. I'd happily never do a kid's show. Like, do you have... See, when you applied for this, did they tell you what, what show they were going to do, like, for the audition? Ah, it's it? all written out and stuff. So what, what, what show is it they're going to do? Um, so Maleficent. The one I'm auditioning <laughs> for is Jack and the Beanstalk. And what role did you go for? Um, I can't actually remember the name of the part. I've not... I've not... Um, I've not actually done the audition yet. I need to do it. I need to self-tape it. He's get the it. goose. <laughs> uh, I think there's a couple. I think there's a He's couple the beanstalk. Somebody has to climb up him. I think it's the wee, like, I usually go for the wee funny roles. You know, like the wee, like... Village idiot. Aye. Those kind of... My eyes are social distancing, aren't they? Like, I look funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I wish you all the best for that. It's just it's not a mastery. You well, can't do that either. Yeah. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Please take my offence. Um, no, but I, I'd love to see you do that. What panto? Me? I'm I. I would love to see. Panel. you. I, would, I, I want to see you on a you know stage. Where it's panel. Bad. I remember I went to see Cinderella and it was no. Was it Cinderella and it was Grado and Stephen Purden? Oh, uh, were, were the fucking yeah, yeah. The, the twin pavilion. sisters. Oh, and it was brilliant to be honest. I think I could. Yeah, but a performance. You've got the singing that. voice for it. He knows it. Could do the damn. He could. He I'm could the only one I remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I don't know. <laughs> Mate, I can do it. See, see, like the sort of I, I did. See, when I did sports coaching, I had to take like primary one to primary six, seven. So I know how to obviously deal with the veins and that. Stop trying to compare acting to taking. No, kids but for it's the fitba. same sort of thing. You need the kids acting. you get at that age who play football already want to be no, there. No, no it was PE. You're trying to tell them how to kick a ball and they've been doing it at lunchtime. Are you put on the act like you're happy to be there? <laughs> <laughs> because inside you're dying, mate. One of the people who's punched me in the nuts and had to pretend it was all right. Aye, he punched you in the nuts, aye. He was aye. guided to them. Oh, but right, you could do stand-up <laughs> then. Because you're saying that. It, acting, in some ways, would be a lot more to do than than just going up and doing stand-up. But you can get punched in the balls. You can go up and do stand-up. I know. I probably could. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I don't really. Do you know what we could do? I could write you a five and you could go and take it at a stage. Why would I'd you write me a five? <laughs> Why would I write a five myself and take it to a stage? Oh no, I wouldn't write you a good five. <laughs> it's not like I'd write or go, oh, here's a brilliant five. Take that. It'd be fucking horrendous. And just watch how I deal with it. Aye, I think that'd be good. But I know, write a five and then bring it to me. I'd love to see that. That'd Do you know quality. what, mate? I'll write a five and I'll, I'll perform it for you and see what you think. I would like that very much. Maybe get Mikey involved, see what Mikey thinks. Why? Don't know, mate. I like him. Because you need, because uh, you need. Maybe, maybe to get him involved as well. Perform it for him, see what he thinks. They're the new artists. Because you need fucking backup here, don't you? Ah, I need backup. Because you're folding like a fucking deck chair. Wallop. <laughs> so, <laughs> talking about the act. So you did acting, right? And like, obviously, when you so, what is what is the passions we have? I know uh, like you're mad into your music and that, right? Because we kind of were speaking about Liverpool when I met you, the stand and stuff like that. So. Are you, are you in a band as well? No, I've not been in a band since school, mate. I've just been flying solo. <laughs> oh, 
Well, fair enough. <laughs> what about yourself, Connor? Do you do anything apart from be drinking or that? Uh, I work at Aldi. I pure love it, man. It's amazing. Like, scanning in the shop and then, like, doing it all. Fuck like, Aldi. Really... They didn't have beans, beans, mate. <laughs> oh, I'm rapping. Man. Are you? Oh, I don't mess around. Quality. To be fair, I'd rather do that than, I'm, I'm sorry, Greg, I can't imagine doing the kids' panel. How the fuck? What the fuck? He's an actor, mate. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> No, but I don't know. Kids' panel just seems a bit fucking hammering nails into your boys. Do you know what I mean? I guess it depends how much you're getting paid for it, doesn't it? It's not very much. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it depends what you, you do. You I'm like, I made a fucking fortune out of this night. I failed well, those, man. If you do the big ones, you see that's the thing to achieve too. If you, like the King's Theatre and all these ones, that the, I thought you meant the that. big schools. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> take the powder school. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, well, I. There can be money in it, but I, I teach as well. Like that's what I do. I teach drama and English to kids, so that's kind of why I always enjoy which, that Which stuff. drama 101? Uh, oh, so you basically, like, I guess the main thing for, for teaching it to kids is just to kind of bring their personality out. Nah, nah, fuck the kids. Drama 101. <laughs> oh, for you? I can't believe I said fuck the kids there. Right. <laughs> it's the fact you keep picking up on it. That's just making it weird. I know. It's just six cents for that. Right. So, Drama 101, what would you say to me? Right. I'm doing a wee bit of stand up. Love to get into acting. What would you say to me? 101. What's happening? Um, I don't know. Like, advice. I don't know. It would be what? What is it? But is it in a stand up environment? Like, you want to be a bit more. Just fucking. I'm going to hmm. act and it doesn't matter whether it's comedy. Be present. Oh. Be present. That's the main thing. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> That's for you to decipher, my friend. <laughs> do, you think we, do you think we could... I think we could do that. Do you want to do a scene together? What's your favourite film? Fuck knows, mate. I've got quite a few. But I mean, I don't think I could really do most of the films that I enjoy. You should do Titanic too. That'd be great. I said that. My brother's got a boat. <laughs> we, I did we, suggest a wee promo picture. We were going to do that. We as, were actually going to do that on his boat. Like, and then my dad said, "Fuck that! If I can't fall off it, <laughs> that's a terrible thing to say about his son." Um, <laughs> I do you want to right go for a film? We'll do a wee, we'll do a wee bit here. Fuck off, mate. No, we'll do it. I'm not doing it. How? I refuse. Do you want to do the Godfather? <laughs> he does a good Scottish Godfather. Have you seen this? It sounded a bit like. Uh, the big man or that did it not yeah, I don't know quite, I, it wasn't until I watched the well bag online. I was like oh, it did pretty well hell, man. aye could we see a wee dry run of this do you even think what the one I did for Scottish God for yeah <laughs> I, don't know, I don't even know if I can remember I've not even got the salami to put down my fucking cheeks <laughs> was it salami you put yeah I, I, like, I, I was looking for grapes and I was like fuck I can't even eat it. what am I going to use well, no, I, and I just found like salami and all that in the fridge and I just fucking chucked her as meat down the sides well Sorry. Like, you come to me on the day that my daughter's to be married and you want me to chip some wee guy that stole your wee brother's curly whirly. You don't even think to call me Godfather. That's <laughs> quite like that, man. Did you hear what he said before that? No, uh, not a clue. You were man. saying about you couldn't find anything to put in your mouth and he says, Do you want to use my boys? <laughs> I can only apologise. Get him out. This is going to do the wrong road. That's right, what I, I, do. I, do, I, do think, I do think we could do acting. 100%. Me, I don't think I could. I was when I was I was helping that Robbie out for his additions and I tried to do one of his things to just for a laugh. What was it? And fuck me. 
No, it but was, what was the line or whatever? No, it was a, it was a play. Uh, uh, these boys, their pals died, right? And obviously to immortalise them in their eyes, they were going to sniff his ashes. And it was the, the boy trying to convince the other two pals to do it. And so obviously he'd done it in like Irish accents, you know, all these different scenarios. And he went, right, if you were just reading that, how would you do it? I done it, man. It was. He said, you know, he did say the best thing he took for it was I was quite like calm and soothing, trying to convince them. So he took that on and he's sort of performance, but fuck me, man, I could be acting it's solid. I don't think so. But you don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, Greg. I genuinely don't think there's that much to it. Like once it's, there's got to be like once you get into it, right? You all right, making yourself, make, making yourself great and all that. But come on, to fuck, you're only kidding on at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? I think it depends what it is you're trying to do. Like, you must watch stuff on TV and think, wow, that was so realistic. That was like the most tense thing ever. Try and chuck yourself in that scenario, right? You've got a camera in front of you and somebody says, I want you to act like your best mate's just died. Well, consider he's my best mate, I'm going like, you're fucking dancer. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean, but, you've got, but you have to think, like, you've got a whole camera crew, you've got all these people, you've got people in the back that are ready to come on stage, they've got all these folk that are sitting there eating bags of crisps, and, and all the cameras are on think you. Think about stuff like fucking Game of Thrones, mate. There's no dragon there, it's just some cunt hoarding a fucking big green ball, and you need, <laughs> to, pre you need ball. to pretend that's a fucking dragon. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's hard, man, like, it's... I'm not convinced. I, I, I can see what you're saying. It might be a bit difficult when the big green ball's in front of you and you're kidding on it's a dragon or something. But I mean, if you're in Game of Thrones, I couldn't give a flying fuck because I mean, like, let's get a bap suit, not win. Cha ching. Um, I think it's just down to as well. If you've got good imagination and that as well for like what you're saying, if you're looking at a big green ball and you need to pretend it's a dragon, if you've got good imagination to like visualize it in front of you, then it just makes it, like, it makes it that bit easier. But there's loads of actors and that that go to all these like really like, expensive big acting schools and learn all this like, stuff like from like, Stanislavski and all this shit and they're pish actors <laughs> they're, they're, act, they're genuinely like fucking rank rotten and then you've got folk um, I don't know what's an example like Johnny Depp or something like that like he never went to acting school or anything yeah look all the films he's done he's a great character I look where he's ended up like. <laughs> <laughs> it's the performance of life <laughs> <laughs> So what's have you have you ever had any's ever had a scene where you are in Latin and you've went, oh, that's a fucking toughie in that, you know what I mean? That you're oh yeah, bastard. Oh, he's, gonna took be. Him out, yeah. he's, he's got a scene for us. I had one, right? It's, it's dark as fuck, right? But I had to be a, I had to be a rapist. <laughs> right. So it was it was in college, right? And the, it was a uh, it was called Victoria <laughs> <right>? <laughs> 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 Pretending, I had, that was Mate. my. Right, so the scene was I was to be naked, waiting in the woods for one of my. <laughs> One of my maids, right? Did you have people dressed up as trees like that? <laughs> so, so here, see, see, see when you're naked, did you have like a salt covering it or you so the, the, deck I, out? Because it was in college, they wouldn't let me have straight on deck out, right? So I had a, I had a thing called an under the butt nut hut, right? <laughs> Is that something that just comes I, out and scoops so up? I would like put my, my junk in this thing and then there was a, a metal wire that I would squeeze between my ass cheeks. 
and then I would have to like shuffle on stage like that. This sounds like one of these ones where Sorry, it's... this was on stage? Aye, and then see when you're starting there. <laughs> Did he get in buff in theatre or not? I mean, that sounds like... Did he? Sort of like, a rumour just the director and he's like, go on. That's director's eye. I think um, you're really going to need to be aye, naked was, for this scene. It was awkward because you're, you're stood there, you've got this thing like clenched between your arse cheeks. I'm telling this lassie all this stuff that's yesterday because I'm, I'm our boss and I'm in charge. And you look out in the second row and you can see your granny. You're like, this is no right, man. My, I'm, my ass is sweating. I can feel the, like, the hang getting looser and looser. Ah, uh, you and know, if you, if you unclench your teeth. If I unclench, that's gone. And, dick like, out, man. Dick and balls are out. So what does it look like? We well, well, we'll talk about so we'll like, talk about the the, the under the sack, whatever. It, we'll talk about your cock first. No, I mean, <laughs> so it's like a like this is the shape, right? And it's all mesh, like in here, with like a, a metal sort of wiring around it. And you put your stuff in it, and then your it kind of you shape the wire to go around your ass crack. Is wait, there's metal inside the thing you're putting your cock? No, no. It? So it's like mesh, but the the surrounding is metal. Do you ever go at it with hair dryer first? So the the worst part was it wasn't doing it wasn't doing it on stage, right? It was doing it in the rehearsal room because it's just literally use like you and your class in there and they're like, right, Connor, it's your scene up you get. You're like, what you've got to do this in a room full of people, I know that isn't like at stage of the dry run. You're sitting there, the cotton balls, just fucking your mates that you're in college with sitting there. There's nobody behind you, right? They just see your ass. Aye. Did he do this in a classroom in a university where like the door has got a window in it and people are walking past going, there's that boy does he acting with his cock and balls, it's superb. <laughs> Basically, I've I, seen your ass. And like, <laughs> there was a weird thing because the thing was white and it was popping at my ass and I turned to the side slightly and the director came up after him and was like, we're going to have to get some makeup on your ass because you could see this white thing sticking out the back of my ass and like, we're going to have to put some makeup on that and then makeup on your ass. So I'm stood there about to go on stage. They go in these... Um, People for college that were makeup artists, this guy's putting hunters of makeup on Mars. And I go on stage and I'm sweating it off. That's so I acting's easy, mate. See, to be honest, <laughs> see, can, can you date with it? Well, what does it look like? Say I'm sitting in the front row, second row, whatever, and you're. St- what the fuck does this look like? So the way that they done it was I had like a book sitting here. And I would stand oh, up right, and okay. then I would move the book away when I was standing behind her. Uh, it was weird as fuck, mate. Um, and then basically the scene would go and then the lights would go down and I'd go off and put my clothes on. So see how you look, you've got your knob in the mesh hang, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is that, what does that feel like? Is that, is it like... It's just kind of like nothing's there. It's kind of like you've got... Is it? Aye, ah, it's, it's weird. I can't imagine for a circumcised gent that would be too fucking I've pleasant. Got, I'll find the picture and I'll send it. Aye, no, no, the, but obviously the mesh hang Whatever suits empty. me, not bother. But imagine, right, having to do that and remember all these lines and stay in character. It's not easy. Looking it's at your granny. Easy. Trying to make that convincing. Challenge accepted. When can you acting get me on a stage with my dick? There's acting and then there's getting down to the buff, right? You're, you're kind of general. I was trying to generalise that a wee bit, but all right, fair enough. How did you come out? So what, you're, what was the run up to that? Like, were you not sitting there going, like, ah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be. <laughs> it was Baltic, mate. It was freezing the place. Like That's how I was saying about the hair dryer. So I was like flapping the hang about. I'm like, come on, if this thing falls out, I need to look decent. Often, hold that semi whole way through the fucking hang, but come on, you can do it. Um, but the run up was good. It was just the rehearsals were awkward. Like heavy awkward. Did they make like, you do that in the house? Was it a one time thing? That it was like a dress rehearsal. The, rehear- the, the week before it, they were like, right, we have to use your under the button nut hook now. Um, go and put it on. 
Is like that what it's called? Under uh, the bum uh, hut? Uh, like what, what is it like when you walk into the room with this rehearsal? So you've went away into the clodgy, right? You've whipped the fucking cotton balls into the paper mesh hang, yep. right? And you've walked back into the room. Have you got like, a dressing gown on as such? I just or, like my wee book, just like here. So you've, they're all sitting there just blaring away, shooting the shit, and you've swung a door open, cotton balls and this hang, holding a wee book, going, Larry, who's wanting raped, basically? <laughs> Aye. <laughs> 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 Panic, <laughs> I basically and then I have to go up and then like it's heavy, it's heavy, uncomfortable. It's heavy uncomfortable and I right how well with the time when you get <laughs> I can't believe I said that I was one of the things that just it just came out I love you're keeping all this in Jeb you're the one who's been the worst do you know, know. what do you know what I'm gonna say it he wouldn't let me say it earlier right no no <laughs> absolutely not no fucking wait. See, Don't. you've just done what we did. The eye thing, you know, you can tell. I no fucking behave yourself. Absolutely not, because it's never. Paul, cut the fucking shit. The new. Right, fine. I want to say it. Man. Fuck me, man. It's not even a bad joke. I just what time we on drink drinking buddy's bottle soon or drink. How, we'll long, get, how long have we been here, by the way? Um, got fifteen minutes left, mate. Aye. So what? I I'm thinking buddy's. We've bottle. been here for an hour and three quarters. Right, so I'm thinking, but shooting the shit. Time flies when you're talking about bubbies. Fuck me, right? I mean. I'm Let's get torn into Buddy's fucking bottle then. Right, see yourself and acquaint yourself with the car. I'm gonna go for a pitch, mate. <sighs> right, go for a pee then. No, but I can't hear these in there. Anyway. Right, okay. Right, go for a pee then. Good luck. See you later. Good luck, James. Thanks very much. All the best, man. Enjoy your pee. <laughs> what did he say there? We're up against a star. Called himself a star. The fucking throbbers, what it is. Right, so we've I've came to the segment uh, called Biddy's Bottle, where we do a quiz. Where we'll pose questions to our guests. Uh, Craig uh, is going for a pee, and then when he comes back, we'll pose them at him. Uh, and we're going to put thirty seconds on the clock with five questions. So when you're ready for the thirty seconds, give us a shout. Name the three cities where there is a stand comedy club. Newcastle, Glasgow, Glasgow, Edinburgh. Yes. Who are the favourites to win Eurovision? Sweden. In Liverpool, Matthew Street has which famous music venue on it? Uh, the Calvin Club. What year was Heinz founded? 1922. No, it's 1933, I'm going to say. Finish the lyric, I have got the fear I do. I text, I text her after, after beers was two. Fucking superb, boys. That's us. Magic. Right. Well, I'll get Craig back in and then we'll go through the answers. Uh, yeah, it's quite bad because you can hear him pushing. It'll be ages because he's got to hose his cock back in. Is that bad? Murder pause. Are you sure it's just a pee he's away from? <sighs> Fuck knows what he does. Right, are you ready for Biddy's bottle, Biddy? <laughs> Let's do it. Right, 30 seconds on the clock, Poggy's a shout. Name the three cities where there is a stand comedy club. Let's go. <laughs> right. Edinburgh. Mm. Aberdeen. Who are the favourites to win Eurovision? Italy. And Liverpool Matthew Street is which famous music venue on it? Fuck knows. What year was Heinz founded? Mm, 1937. Finish the lyric. I have got the fear I do. I don't know, mate. <laughs> I don't know, mate. But see that song? I do relate to that song because <laughs> I remember one day I woke up, it was about 10 in the morning, me and Tori are trying to get birds into his house for some reason. I woke up and I woke up later on that night and I had 21 messages to different birds, man. It was a fucking Sunday league manager getting knocked back left and right. What, just every one of them dinged you? Aye. 
<laughs> right, how did I do, mate? I know fine well. I've, got, I've been fucking pumped rotten here, but... Right, so I'm... name the three cities where there's a, where there's a stand comedy club. Uh, the boys got it right. It was Glasgow, Edinburgh, and Newcastle. You were unlucky. What did you say? Glasgow, Edinburgh, and... Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Aberdeen cause... I know, I, I can see where I might have thrown you with that. Apologies. Who are favourites to win the Eurovision? You said Sweden. You said Italy. The correct answer is Ukraine. Do you know what? Come on, I guys. was going to say Ukraine because last year... I had them to win in the sweepstake and they did that Ukrainian techno and it was fucking brilliant. But <laughs> I think, I think to be honest, this year, ah, there's a bigger nice. picture. It's not just about the techno. Uh, you are know, they in it this year? Are they Because they're not going to be in the football, are they not? They're not postponing that for a week? No, that, that's a, they did postpone it, but that's in July. So the Look, I, done, I wrote this quiz five minutes before we came in here and Sky News said that they were still favourites. So I took that as gospel. Um, take it up with them. God. See if I, no, I'm checking the odds, you know? Right. See if it's that que- question. It's no question three in Liverpool Matthew Street is which famous music venue on it? It's the Cavern Club. The boys get that right. Elliot knows his shit. Uh, it's actually a fucking brilliant night out doing that street. By the way, isn't it? Aye, I know what you're. Aye, I know. I lost. Right, I, I lost about six pun just fucking stoning at the bar. Um, <laughs> Are you right? Question four. What year was Heinz founded? It was eighteen sixty nine. So you both get that wrong. So we're sitting. You've getting in right here. By the way, have you? Have you just have you a bit you're about to get a granny here, aren't you? Because you didn't get the last one. I demand a recount. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the question five was finish the lyric. I have got the fear I do. Uh, I text her after beers with Stu. Um so you got absolutely none, right? How's it about you? Just fucking <laughs> give me some actual questions. General knowledge, mate. It's 3v1. It's a 3v1 handicap match here. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait a minute. General knowledge questions. Right. Eurovision. About music, right? Eurovision. This man here is the pinnacle of mu- He knows everything today, with it, right? <laughs> They're obviously going to know the stands because I bet they've played it all them, right? You have, haven't you? Nah. Not uh, Newcastle. Not yet. Newcastle. Uh, right. Heinz, fair play. That's a fucking. I should do that. that. I may be fucking pine beans. Sure, there's a Heinz thing. Does it say the date? No, it doesn't say the date. No. <laughs> <laughs> Does it say the date? <laughs> That's right, because I went to Lawrence, shout out to Lawrence for making up the logo. I went to him and I said, see when you do the beans, but can you make sure you get the date of the found- when they were founded on it? Aye, very good. Uh, there was loads of general knowledge. The Eurovision song contest, that was a general knowledge question. Right. The Cavern Club question, that's well general knowledge. Um, all right, I did make it a bit harder because I know Ellie would get it. No, but, uh, and what was that one I said? All right, the lyric one and the stand one were a wee bit snide for you. But, fuck you. That's sorry, I've got to add to that. But he's 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 beat he's beat by his bottle crashed because he's right. a because he's a warmer. I'll do it again then. I'll give so him please present ball. our fantastic guest with their new clobber. Right. Oh, who's that medium? Yeah. That was these two, I think. I I I'll, I again I'll need to, I need to apologise. I need to apologise because I didn't get a black. I couldn't get a black in large. No, I mean Grey's cool. I'm into it. Thanks for it. It actually much. looks okay. That's nice. Well done, I feel unique now that I've got the grey one. So there there he's go. There he's there he's go. You you could even go and you could even go and get your uh you know your your Ouija Hanger at logo on it as well and, and, and there you go. That's absolutely fine. Why have you got a bottle of aftershave on that bag? Because I want it to smell nice for these guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I just want to say thanks very much for coming on and thanks make sure us. that you check them out on all social media platforms and buy tickets uh, for all their shows. Every one of them, even if you've seen them before, just keep going. Uh, is any uh, so what's so we've got the Glasgow the stand coming up? Flog it to fuck. 
Uh, well, the stand coming up on the 7th of July. Um, it's a Thursday night. It's a Fringe preview show. And then we're off to uh, the Edinburgh Fringe after that. We're there with the Guild of Bloom for the full month. Um, from the 3rd to the 28th, apart from... The 13th and the 23rd, I believe. That's the one. And uh, I will be there, so come along, have a chat with us, a wee pint after. Me and Buddy are going, and Buddy's bringing the speed. Thanks very much. See you then. Cheers. <laughs>